Every time I hear the word wonderful in relationship to God, it, it gives me joy. But then I say, is there, are there any better words? And I don't care how many words you find, I don't know how many synonyms you look up in relationship to the word wonderful. It just doesn't match up to the awesomeness of God. Amen. Isn't he been good to you? Praise God. Amen. Those of you that have your Bibles, quickly let us go to the scripture for today, the Old Testament book of Deuteronomy, the eighth chapter, the first five verses of this particular text. It reads as follows. Every commandment which I command you today, you must be careful to observe that you may live and multiply and go in and possess the land of which the Lord swore to your fathers. And you shall remember that the Lord your God led you all the way these 40 years in the wilderness to humble you and to test you to know what was in your heart, whether you would keep his commandment or not. So he humbled you allowed you to hunger and fed you with manna which you did not know nor did your fathers know that he might make you know that man shall not live by bread alone yes. but man lives by every word that proceeds from the mouth of the Lord your garments did not wear out on you nor did your foot swell these 40 years you should know in your heart that as a man chastens his son, so the Lord your God chastens you. May the Lord bless his holy word. I just want to try to talk briefly on the theme, looking for a blessing in God's anger. Looking for blessings in God's anger. Let's look at the history of our text briefly, if you would, please. <sighs> there were the children of Israel in captivity in Egypt. They had been praying and praying and praying and praying for deliverance. They had been asking God to deliver them out of slavery. They asked God, they said, we're tired of this kind of living where, where we don't have any rights or privileges. Does it sound familiar? Where they keep us down simply because of our heritage, simply because of where we come from, simply because of our name, simply because we are African-American, I mean, because we are Israelites. They keep us down. They're doing everything they can to take us away from those things which are right. And they have accomplished that in our lives. And so, Lord, we are praying to you to send us a deliverer. And as they continue to pray, amen, and this, this God's plan was put in place. You know, we always want God to hurry. But in the old days, they used to sing a song, you can't hurry 
God, I know some of y'all ain't never heard that before. Amen. Finally, God's plan was in motion, and he sent this fella named Moses. Amen. And into the house of Pharaoh where he grew and got whatever level of education that he had. Though in one text it says he was slow of speech. Amen. He still yet uh, did the wonderful and marvelous things of Egypt and for Egypt and for the Pharaoh. And then when they found out and when he found out who he was. Amen. They put him out. Amen. It's kind of like. You're having a name that does not indicate your heritage, but when you go in for the interview. Shut up, Daryl. <laughs> so now they send this fellow Moses into the wilderness to die, and God saves him because it's all about God's plan. And then God prepares him and sends him back to the very place that put him out and says, go and tell Pharaoh to let my people go. And Pharaoh, of course, was not on his own accord. And this is one of the things that so many of us don't pay attention to. The Bible is clear how God was working because it says that he hardened the heart of Pharaoh. He intentionally would not let Pharaoh let the people go. Why would God do that? The Bible is clear so that the children of Israel could have a clear understanding that when they came out of whatever they were in, it was not because of Pharaoh, but because of God. And so my brothers and sisters, God sends the different plagues, the ten plagues, that the children of Israel might see the authority and the power of God. And then finally, God releases Pharaoh's heart and Pharaoh lets the people go. And they go and they find themselves now singing and rejoicing and happy. They're, they're glad, they're, they're, they're just ecstatic. And as they go, they run into their first problem. And you know the problem, they're standing there at the Red Sea and they don't know what they're going to do. They turn around and they look and Pharaoh's heart had been hardened again, but this time not necessarily by God, but by his wife. Ah, my God from heaven. And here comes Pharaoh's army and, 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 they, and they challenge Moses, you brought us out here to die. They had forgotten how God had showed them his authority. And so Moses says, stand still and see the salvation of God. And God, through his nostrils, blew through his nostrils and separated the sea and dried the land so the children of Israel could get through. And they got through. Amen. And then Moses made it clear to them, you will see Pharaoh's army no more. And as Pharaoh's army tried to do the same thing, amen. You see, God then unstopped, if you will. He put his hand over his nostrils and the sea then collapsed on the Pharaoh's army and they all died. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And as they were traveling on their way, doing their thing, trying to get to the promised land that God had promised them, something else happened. They ran out of water. They ran out of food. Amen. They ran out of this. They ran out of that. And, and every time they ran out of something, they complained to God and to Moses. And, and God and Moses had the back and forth situation about who they belonged to. Moses said, Lord, your people. And God said, no, they're your people and so now my brothers and sisters because God was angry with these children of Israel that he had shown his love for that he had shown them time and time again of his authority and his power he was angry with them and so what he decided to do is because you did not get it because you didn't understand the circumstances you are not going to make it to the land of promise Oh, what a tragedy. What a terrible tragedy. God's anger was right before them. God's anger was all over them as they wandered round and round and round in the wilderness. But there was something there that they kept missing. They kept missing the blessings even in God's anger. What you talking about, preacher? Every morning when they got up, there was manna there for them to eat. When, even though God was angry with them, he still fed them in the morning. Even though God was upset with them, he still made clear and made sure that they had everything they needed. And not only that, as they were treading the difficulties of the desert, as they were treading around doing what they were doing in their lost time, amen, there was something strange about each and every person in this great, in this great congregation, if you will. And you know what that was? Is that none of their clothes for 40 years wore out. Can, I, can you imagine? I know some of y'all like to go to Nordstrom and Needless Markup. Can you imagine if your clothes for 40 years never wore out? I know some of us are still wearing old stuff. Amen. But you know the moths get to it every now and then. But here they are in the wilderness marching around and their clothes just never wore out for 40 years. And the tragedy is they could not see the blessing in God's anger. Then he says, not only that, but as you march, you know, sometimes when you walk too far, when you walk too long, I know everybody tries to get in there 10,000 steps every day. Hello, somebody. Amen. But in the midst of trying to get in your steps, can you imagine for 40 years you walking around and your feet never swell? The issue here, my brothers and sisters, is very simple. We need to find ourselves looking for the blessings that God bestows upon us, even in our mess. I know none of y'all were raised like I was raised, amen. But, but, but every now and then, I'd get in trouble. Every now and then, my mother would call us and, 
and, and I would not respond. Every, every now and then, I, don't, you know, I know you all had wonderful parents, amen. My, my, my mother would stand on the porch, amen, and she had this whistle. And when she would offer this particular whistle, we knew that that was her calling us, amen. Telling us, get your hips home, amen, before the street lights come on. Stand, and they don't even have porches here anymore, but get on the porch, amen. If you want to hang out outside, it's fine, but you will be on the porch by the time the street lights come on, amen. And then if you were good and everything was well, you could ask your mama with the next door neighbor, your daddy or whoever it was with the next door neighbor, can we go and play hide and go seek, amen, or red light, green light. Y'all don't know nothing about that. We played these games, but only my brothers and sisters at the permission, amen, after the hour was there. But, but even when we did not respond and when we stayed out too late and when we didn't make it before the light of the streets came on, amen, every now and then mom would take me and take me back, amen, to the bedroom and, and there was this strap that my mother used to use and she would whip me with the strap and she would say, didn't I tell you what time to be here? And even after that, there was still food on the table. So what I was angry about was the whipping, but I had forgotten to see that there was still food for my belly. Have we not forgotten how good God has been to us even in the midst of his anger? Some of us are struggling in life. Some of us have lost our jobs, lost our houses, lost our cars, lost, our, lost loved ones. But I declare and look for the blessing. The blessing is still you have breath in your body. The blessing is still you have a table to eat from. The blessing is still you have a reasonable portion of health and strength. Can you find a blessing even in God's anger in your life? <clears throat> look for the blessing. The children of God were so angry. They, was, they, were, they were upset at God so much so that they could not see that God even was still blessing them. Listen, your garments did not wear out on you, nor did your foot swell for these 40 years. And then this is what the text says. You should know. You should know in your heart that it's because he loves us. You and I should know in our hearts, even though they're acting crazy in the White House, he still loves us. He, even so, my brothers and sisters, even so we should know that no matter what comes our way, no matter how many hardships and pains come our direction, if God is still God sitting high and looking low, he's still blessing us in spite of all of that. We should look for the blessing. And what do you do when you find a blessing from God? Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good and his mercy endures to all generations. When we were poor, we would come and we would worship the Lord. And, and I mean, we would have a Holy Ghost good time. 
even though we didn't have anything. We didn't, we didn't know where our next meal was coming from, but we just believed in our heart. If the Lord did it for us yesterday, I declare he'll do it for us again today. Is there anybody up in here this morning that is aware that no matter what you're going through, God is still in the blessing business. He still has a blessing just for you. He still has the opportunity to bless you. You may not be able to see it, but that's because you're not looking for it. Do you have shoes on your feet? Do you have a roof over your head? Come on and bless God because God has been good to you in spite of his anger with us, in spite of uh, we're not doing what God has commanded us to do. He's still blessing us. God is blessing us even in the midst of his anger. Anybody other than me ever get a whooping? <laughs> oh, just just me, Lewis, and Reverend Jackson raise our just yeah. Vicky sitting there next to her daddy, scared to raise her hand. <laughs> the whipping or the correction was for our benefit. It never represented the lack of love, but in fact, it represented the presence of love because the love that God has for us every now and then makes sense. He said the Lord loves who he chastens and chastens who he loves. <clears throat> Surely, every now and then, my brothers and sisters, you and I have to admit that we haven't been all of that in a bag of chips. We've been, we found our faults here and there. We've made our mistakes here and there. But in spite of that, God has still made a way for us out of no way. Oh, I wish I had a witness. I wish there was somebody here that could look back over their life and determine if it had not been for God who was on my, if it had not been for God who whipped me into shape, if it had not been for God who loved me in spite of myself, if it had not been for God who took me up and dusted me off and started me brand new all over my life, if it had not been for God who gave me a clean heart and renewed within me a right spirit, if it had not been for God who made ways out of no ways over and over and over again, I would not have have the opportunity to be here but that's why the word is very clear for you and I my brothers and sisters we should know in our hearts and the reason that God has put us through some difficulties is to check out our hearts how is your heart today do you love him in spite of what you're going through do you love him even though you have trouble in your life do you love him even though things are not going like you want them to go can you show God some love let the redeemed of the Lord say so let everybody who loves the Lord give God some praise. I declare you ought not wait for tomorrow, but bless God right now. Look, 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 look. Look for the blessing. Even in God's anger. Look for it. Even if it's not much, we didn't have a whole lot when we were growing up. Amen. I mean, we were so poor, we only had one O. I remember, I remember. 
Y'all to get that on the way home. I remember, I remember growing up, I vowed, I vowed, I vowed. I said, when I, we were this house poor, I said, if I ever get out of here, I will never, ever, ever have spaghetti again. Because spaghetti would what? Stretch. Right? I had a sister that didn't like regular stuff. We never had beans in my family because my sister didn't like them. I couldn't understand that. But in spite of that, brothers and sisters, I ate every day. I had, to, I had to find how this blessing keeps coming. Brother Tracy, I, yeah. in spite of the fact that we were born, I mean, that we were raised poor. I mean, I mean, poor. I mean, I mean, seriously, when y'all, y'all have no idea, amen. My, my, my mother was a musician. She played the organ, amen. And every now and then, the church would give her $25 a month. Yeah, per month. I said, Amen. And the $25 per month was the musician, the required director. She did the bulletin, she folded the bulletins. Amen. Oh, $25 a month. But even in the midst of that, I had shoes on my feet. I had clothes on my back. I had food on the table. But I never thought they were blessings until I got to a point where I understood that God loves me so much that he blesses me even when he chastens me. You and I have the same agenda. I'm going to finish it off like this. Brothers and sisters, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes on him shall not perish but you shall have everlasting life even though we don't deserve it for the wages of sin is death and everybody in this house has fallen short of the glory of God but he loves us so much that he woke us up this morning and gave us another opportunity to praise him so I don't understand why you sitting on your hips not blessing God for what he's already done for you even though you going through trouble can't pay your bills don't know how to get your car fixed wondering what tomorrow brings for you I just declare we need to listen to the word of God oh give thanks to God for he is good and his mercy
I'm done. I don't usually ask you to do things, but I'm going to ask you to do this today. Sometime today, tonight, look for your blessing. Look for it. Though you have suffered hurt, harm, and though you have suffered death in your family, though you have suffered illness in your family, though you have suffered job loss, look for the blessing. And then understand they that wait <laughs> upon the Lord will renew their strength. So, you came in here to look crazy, to look holier than thou. That ain't what I've come here for. I don't know what uh, you come to do, but I've come to bless his name. I, I come to clap my hands. I, I come to sing my song. I, I come to do my dance. I, I don't know what you come to do. I, I say, I don't know what you come to do. I, I come to praise his name. I, I come to give him honor and glory. I don't know what you come to do.